and welcome to episode 74 of the Luke and Lewis show recorded in isolation as per government regulation. Luke, how we going? Woo, very well, mate. And I would like to start off this show with a big announcement. I've been waiting so we started recording to announce this, but I thought I wanted the listeners to hear it first. I wanted you guys to hear it first. Ladies and yep. gentlemen. Hang on a sec. Big, big announcement. It's my announcement, Horm. I would like to announce that I have officially today brought no content to the show. <laughs> I have nothing to talk about. I've been in isolation as government required and... Uh, this is it. So I'll be honest. I'm gonna take the day off. I'll be here, but I hope you guys yeah. can really bring stuff content-wise because that's it. I'm out. Uh, well, I have my own announcement, Luke. Uh, I would like to uh, do an announcement. Hang on. Would you like I, the announcement, Horn? Well, my announcement was I have so little content and so little ideas that I didn't even think of doing a horn. Oh, right. So you know, what? No I horn. would actually like to announce something. Yeah. Takes way too long. I actually (laughs) did bring something to the show. I bought that horn, so that's my announcement. (laughs) Okay, that's good. So I'd like to take back my first announcement. Hang on, is there any way to play it in reverse? (laughs) Can I retract (laughs) the first horn? (laughs) No, you would have had to have thought of that idea, which is content. Yeah, (laughs) veto all your announcements if you did that. So. That's all right, though. Uh, we've got a, we've got a great show planned for you guys, and that is a lie. Uh, but we do have a show. Yes. Uh, last night was a very momentous night for the show. Very momentous night for all the Patreon supporters and the Discord chat that we have going. The secret sound off section. We had our very first movie night with all the Sergeant Tier supporters, and we watched Shrek One, and it was a fucking experience. Oh yeah, uh, and as requested on the show last week, uh, Ruben did do his line as Lord Farquaad uh, when it got up yeah. to the bit. Now, uh, it was the scene where Shrek busts into the wedding and he goes, I object. And then Lord Farquaad, I forget. Uh, look, I'm paraphrasing, but actually Ruben knows the quote. What's the quote? Uh, well, I'm not going to do the accent because uh, if you missed it, then you missed it. But True. I'll do the. I'll just do the quote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. If the, you're not a Patreon supporter, you don't deserve. You don't get accent. in the accent, but you do get just <laughs> the good. line. Can, actually, can yeah. you say it as monotone as possible? Yeah, I can. Oh, this is precious. The ogre has fallen in love with the princess. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Yeah. And Fuck, how good would that be with a bit of intonation? <laughs> Dude, it was so good. Like, it got up to the bit, everyone was ready, and everyone just goes, like, we're all on voice chat in the Discord, and everyone goes, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And then it was like 10 <laughs> seconds of dead silence, and then Ruben does it exactly in time with the film. And, and yes, there was a slight delay from my internet, but it was fine. You know, it was very good. He got a, <laughs> very good. Got a round of applause. There was, here's my highlight moments of the uh shrek viewing with with the patreon i would say ruben saying the line was probably number one uh number two was when i decided to rewind uh shrek because everyone missed the line where he said we that stew and (laughs) everyone was talking and i was like fuck you guys shut up i want to watch it again and then the other (laughs) highlight was probably working out that ruben actually looks like most of the characters (laughs) in shrek he looks like robin hood just lord farquaad looks like lord farquaad (laughs) robin hood when he swings out of the tree and he also looks like the guy who's sitting front row at the wedding at the end (laughs) And then yeah. we kind of realized that it was just really lazy by the animators because they're essentially just copy-pasting faces. Uh, but it was 2001. It's kind of like how God made you, though, so you can't... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of people, a bunch of sperm that couldn't be fucked trying, essentially. Can I how lazy you, uh, are my genes? Your, your dad has lazy nuts. <laughs> My um, highlight from the Shrek episode was finding out that Princess Fiona has red hair and I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's I thought you were joking. I thought you were doing like a color blind kind of joke. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, are you so being good. serious? And you're like, dude, no one's ever told me that before. <laughs> I thought it was brown. Once you said it was red, I was like, oh, I, I can see that now. But it's just such a dull red to me that I just thought it was brown. It's definitely That's like so she's a funny. ranger. She's a well-known ranger. Mm, what color do you know. think Ed Sheeran's hair is? <laughs> uh, 
No, I can see that's red. Right, that's... so it has to be like a bright fluorescent red. Yeah. Man, yeah. Ruben must have heaps of redhead friends because he actually sees nothing wrong with them. <laughs> <laughs> Man. What color is Jasmine's hair, Ruben? I've, I don't know. <laughs> what color is it? <laughs> what color is Lewis's girlfriend's hair? Is, is it red? It's like it's really red. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, to be fair, I've only I've only met her a couple of times. But that's, that's enough. You only it's uh, probably her most defining feature. I would say. Yeah. Wow. That's blowing my mind. Jesus Christ. Does that change your opinion of her? Um. No. No. I'm for equality, boys. Absolutely. No. It's all good with me. It's all good. I'm. F- I'm all for race equality. I still am not progressive enough mm. to uh, appreciate a ginger. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very I'm very progressive person in this world, you know. Uh that's very funny. Yeah, I think my favorite part of the live stream was just everyone at frequent points during the film was just going, "Oi, Ruben, what color is that? What color is this flower? What color is Shrek?" And him just only sometimes getting it right. Wait, at very one good. point someone asked him, "What color do you think Shrek is?" And Ruben just went, "Ah, oh, I think he's like a sickly green." <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't really describe it at all. It just confused everyone more because everyone's like, maybe. Oh, he that's is. like a bright green. I think that's right. I liken yeah. Shrek to the color of a pear. Mm. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be doing more movie nights. I think we'll do one in a, in a couple of weeks when we get bored, when we pick a good film. If you want to help choose the film, Patreon, join the Discord, the Secret Sound Off section. It's all there. And you get two bonus episodes every single month. Keelan, what do you reckon? Nobody else gets. Keelan, do you reckon we should watch Paddington 2 uh, for the second oh. <laughs> second one? I don't yeah, know about Paddington that. Two yeah, I mean, that's I haven't even seen the first one. We'll just skip straight to Paddington 2. I'll just Very read the good. Wikipedia summary. Yeah, I haven't seen the first one either. Um, so yes, that was good fun. Uh, one thing I did want to bring up, unless you have something to actually, it's not content though. I want to, it's not about me, but I did want to mention I was just going to say, I thought you have nothing. Oh, hang on. Actually, I do have an announcement. I do have one piece of content to bring to the show. <laughs> Incredible. That's good. I hope it's worth the a massive horn. Yeah, it's good. And I think if the horn was any shorter, people wouldn't understand that it's an official announcement. I, can we uh, yeah. actually, can we make that the official announcement horn of the show? Yeah, I think so. Right. I like that. We'll keep it there. Uh, Ruben, mm. you are way too smart to be working for this show is what we all discovered last week at the warehouse. So mm. it was, or was it two weeks ago? I forget now. But we discovered that Ruben <coughs> really doesn't fit in. He's like an outlier in this show. And I think yeah. there was one comment on the episode that Keelan, Ruben and I did, and it really stood out to me. And so, and a few people noticed it who listened to this show. And someone yeah. said, wow, Ruben is the voice of reason that we all needed in this show. <laughs> And yeah. that really stood out to me because I was like, oh, yeah, you're the only one here who doesn't have a bit of moron about them. Like, I can't <laughs> speak English. Lewis hasn't got his life together. Keelan is a, at this point is a fucking write-off. I don't know what we do about that. <laughs> Keelan's going downhill fast, yeah. fueled by V. Yeah. You are descending as a respectable human being by the day. <laughs> Guys, you know I haven't had a V for 24 hours. Like? You know what his life's like? It's like that, uh, you know, that uh, that massive world record drop of that guy that almost went to space and then jumped off the thing and he just came rocketing down to Earth <laughs> and it was sponsored by Red Bull. That's Keelan. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you missed it. He just tried to brag and say he hadn't had a V in 24 hours. Neither has anyone else. <laughs> not an achievement. Uh, but yeah. Isn't that good progress- Turn- progression? Though? Turns out Ruben... Uh, very intelligent human being. He got a 94 ATAR, which is like... What the fuck? People overseas, it's out of 100. Uh, to give you some perspective, Lewis got so low that he didn't even get a score, and I got 69, and the only reason why I remember that is because I think it's still funny that <laughs> I got 69, but Ruben got a 94, and then Keelan straight away goes, ha see, that's why school doesn't mean shit. You're here with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I'm, I didn't yeah. do year 12. 
That's kind of the ultimate evidence that ATAR doesn't mean shit. You got a 94. I failed and I'm your boss. <laughs> Dude. Guys, don't study. He got a 94, tried his ass off, and he's sitting there telling us in a warehouse while we're breathing in tarmac cigarettes. And I was just like, what happened, man? And he goes, oh, well, I went and did film, you see. And I was like, ah, oh, uh, studying film. Yeah, you really wasted that 94. Did you? Were you trying to get a good score if you wanted to do film? Yeah, the ATAR for my course was 92. What? Yeah. How smart do you have to be to hold a fucking camera? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's because it's a high demand course. And for some reason, they, yeah. just, they don't do it on like an um, application thing. They just do it on ATAR. Very strange. Yeah. How strange. So that's oh, what well. I was aiming for, and I got it. And then I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore." And so that was, and now, <laughs> now I'm here. <laughs> that's the story of every single person that tries hard in high school or uni. Oh, I actually didn't want this. I just wanted the approval of my teachers. <laughs> Fuck. But I went over to Ruben's house because um, because we've been carpooling to work when we're at the warehouse for a couple of weeks, and his room that he's in currently is full of like books, uh, art things like like musical instruments, books, like yeah. uh, random knives, just like really, <laughs> you're like a smart person. Like I bet you know where you got the knife from and you know the history behind it. See, I just went, oh, cool. And immediately went, swing and, tr- and pretended to stab you with it. And you went, oh, no, no, don't. That's from <laughs> the, the, the. And, uh, and then I got bored and put it back. Yeah, that's what happened, yeah. And how dare you, by the way. That's a very special knife. But look, me. behind him, he's got a keyboard and he puts a little cloth over it. In case- I was just going to say that's how smart he is. He protects his keyboard with a <laughs> dust cover. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got vinyls on the wall. Like, you're just a cultured guy. And I want to bring up why... What's the appeal with this show? Because we don't have a lot of that around here. <laughs> Listen, guys, obviously... Uh, I'm a genius and Mm. thank you for noticing finally. So I think what you have to understand is that I'm always five steps ahead. So I've got an end game Ah, and that hasn't revealed itself yet. But in time, (laughs) you just wait and see and you'll, there's, I've got something in the works and you'll be like, oh, that's why he's working here. So just wait. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. You never would think. You never think someone's master plan would involve like watching Shrek and being bullied yeah, because he didn't know the main that's character. What, that's what you hair. think, but what ATAR did you get? Uh, I don't know. I got scored so badly they didn't tell me to spare my feelings. Exactly I literally right. do not yeah, know. Yeah, then his yeah. girlfriend put it in the bin so Lewis wouldn't cry. <laughs> no, I put it in the bin because I didn't even want to know. Oh. I only found out that I got so bad they didn't tell me because Jazz oh, she read fished it, it out she, of the bin. Yeah, she fished it out and I was like, don't tell me. I don't want to know because it's not going to affect my life. And she told me three years later and I was like, fuck, I was so correct. Didn't affect my life at all. She literally bin dived to give you the worst news possible. <laughs> I know. You only find bad things in the bin. Um. So, yeah, that's what I just wanted to highlight. I wanted to highlight the fact that Ruben, yes, he is a genius and we're all very confused as to why he's here. But people have noticed it and I think a lot of listeners are also being confused at your presence on this show um, because our past employees have been people who went on a head diet. Uh, a guy named Tripod Todd who used to fleece people on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, Keelan, who has a segment called Keelan's Mealans. And now you, who pretty much offers nothing but intellect and uh, good insight for this show. And it's very fucking confusing. <laughs> this, this is how smart Ruben is. How old are you, Ruben? 23. 23, he has an investment portfolio. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, so, yeah, Lewis, what did you have? That's all my content done. I'm done. Uh, I got quite a up. bit only because I'm, uh, I'm actually doing some shit. I'm moving out uh, and uh, I'm, I've been, you know, I don't know if I wanted to reveal the location, but I figured it was just going to come out anyway. And also, it's kind of funny. Uh, and also, it wasn't so much about revealing the location. It was just more of being embarrassed. Guys, I'm moving to Frankston. <laughs> <laughs> now, most people think you Real already live there. So, yeah. It's not- a lot of, well, I have, I have lots of family there. So, I, I've been there like kind of my whole life, but never living there. I've just always been going and then getting the fuck out as soon as possible. But now... 
I'm all in, man. We're moving to Frankston, the whole show. That's where Luke and Lewis is going to live. So we're going to have to record wearing like Nike shoes and knives in our pockets. The culture of the show is going to change. Yeah, Ruben's going to hate it because there's no art instruments in... Uh, you're going to find no keyboards with dust covers over them in Frankston. No, I'll bring There's instruments. Haven't you played the glass didgeridoo? <laughs> True. <laughs> is that a... Is that slang for a bong? That is a crack pipe, my friend. Okay, the right, fact right, right. that you didn't even understand that is yeah. fucking embarrassing, to be honest. Uh, no, it's the other way around, surely. How, it's embarrassing for you that you got the reference. Yeah, I don't smoke yeah. crack, but I still understood what he was talking about because I understand basic stereotypes. <laughs> and Frankston is known for glass pipes and abuse. I see, I see. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't know. It's gonna, I think it's going to be good, but... Uh, you really get a vibe for what the neighborhood and the culture is like there when, so they cleaned out the previous tenant and the bins were full. It's been night today, but I got to go through the bins yesterday just to see who used to be living there. And I, I got to say, I was thoroughly disappointed and I'm having second thoughts just by seeing what was thrown out. Uh, first of all, the green bin was full of nothing green right? Just rubbish. All right. So I think they, uh, they're either stupid or uh, Ruben used to live there because you can't tell what green is. <laughs> uh, secondly, the other bin was just full of uh, shoe boxes, which wouldn't be bad, but every single one of the shoe boxes, seven in total, were for sketches. Fucking disgusting. Really? Seven box of yeah. sketches? How many shithouse yeah. shoes can you own? I know. I saw that and I was like, I would honestly rather move into a house where the previous tenant was murdered than where someone used to wear sketches in there. Yeah, because either way, criminal activity has taken place. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, that's no good. Surely you could tell. You were saying like, oh, I didn't know what to expect. Like surely just the reason why you're moving there is because the cost of rent is low. Surely that's a bit of a giveaway as to maybe the people that were living there. Man, honestly, uh, in my area, I'm not going to get specific, but it seems to be just lots of mums and dads. Like we were walking, we were driving around just vibing out the neighborhood and it's all you see is mums and dads now. I think Frankston is kind of on the come up. Like it definitely still has the reputation, but I think the people are there are just young people because no one, no one can afford to live like close to the city. You're in Diamond Creek, which is just opposite Frankston. I'm not there anymore, but, um, oh, Surrounding suburbs, but uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I pay. We worked it out. I pay what you pay every month uh, for like a place with one less bedroom and not a garage, and like it's mine's a unit and yours a house. Yeah, but I live yeah, in a very, very expensive cheap. area though, and I knew yeah. that going into it. Whereas I probably, you know, I would have been cheaper for me to move closer to the city, like to Thornbury yeah, or something it's- like that. It's it's such a weird like my cousins just moved out they're like thirty something and they're moving to fucking Geelong. No one can afford anything. Hopefully, coronavirus will fix up the housing market. <laughs> true, yeah. Um, so that is true. Yeah. So the, the reason why we bring this up is because we did really want to stress that although we have moved out of the warehouse, we are not doing well, and we want to. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, we want you to know that. Okay, that this show it's, is it's still two guys. A- yeah. yeah, it's just it's it's just still a show full of battlers and then Ruben, who's yeah. way more intelligent than us. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone listening to the show would have heard me go, guys, I'm moving to Frankston and be like, fuck, Lewis is killing it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's why we told everyone. Because I feel like yeah. if you go, oh, man, I'm moving out into a house, everyone thinks like, wow, Lewis is doing well. I just wanted to stress that you're not. Yeah. So- <laughs> oh, absolutely not. What this is, is this is... Me uh, paying less than the warehouse, but also getting a home yeah. and a workspace. That's what this is. So, I'll be honest, Patreon, baby. I'll be honest, man. I don't know how you're going to go with, like, life. Do you really think you'll clean? I can't imagine you with the vacuum. Dude, I think that I'm actually going to nail it. I think that that the reason I am messy, I've been thinking about this because this was also my worry and Jasmine's worry and mum's worry and your worry and everyone in my life's (laughs) worry. But I think, right, I've been thinking about why I'm messy. I am really only messy in spaces that I don't control, right? If I'm in a hotel room, I am the messiest person. 
Like sometimes I'll walk into my own hotel room and be like, I'm a fucking animal. And then I'll remember, not my problem. And I'll throw some more shoes on the wall. Yeah, or you'll drop some more yogurt packets in the shower. Staying with you in an Airbnb by the end is you have to kick away yogurt to have a shower. (laughs) (laughs) And that's because it amuses me because it's not my problem. I think that because now this space is 100% my problem, I reckon I'm going to go okay, but we will see. Mm. I, I thought I'd be really good. I would say I'm intermediate, at you know, and so is Meg. Yeah. We're both running at an intermediate level. No one is particularly excelling at house duties. Mm. Sometimes, like some days we do the dishes straight away, and then sometimes we leave the dishes for two days, like, and just no one touches it. Well, that's your problem. You didn't get a place with a dishwasher. Oh, there was a place that was I'm a better house. Than, than what we were going to, but it didn't have a dishwasher. Me and Jazz immediately just turned it down. We, we, we know who we are. We yeah. were like, oh, we could get a good house, but no dishwasher. That means the good house will just be full of like dry milk and shit. Yeah, it's the only thing about my place that I just hate. And I'm thinking of just copying, like copying it, paying heaps of money, installing a dishwasher, and then just leaving when the rent is leaving it there. When the rent, <laughs> like Man, I, don't know I would a hundred percent do that. Doing dishes, no way. Yeah, it sucks. That's the only thing I hate. And but like I don't. Although there's only two of us, we don't use that many. Like I don't know yeah. what you're doing. We're not just having a dish party. We're not just like using so many plates a day. We're not juggling plates, you know. I know. I I don't know how it's all going to go, but we'll see. I think I think at the very least, uh, I will stay alive, and my internet content will be so much better because there'll be no one doing farts in next door in the corrugated wall. Mm, but it will lose some of its character for that reason alone. You know. I, yeah, I, that is true. I do worry that this podcast will have a more sense of professionalism and comfort, which I don't think anyone <laughs> yeah. will appreciate. I know. Like just the very fact of like having a toilet. You know? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. You know what's weird? I uh, went to the toilet uh, just after we finished the episode at my own house, uh, like, early in the week, and I looked for the key. I'm just so programmed. (laughs) I was like, oh, finished Luke and Lewis. Who's got the bathroom key, boys? And I was like, oh, none of the boys are here. We uh, have to be indoors. But that, that like, what are we going to fight over now? I know. We, there's 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 nothing really to find. Boys, here's a I theory. <sighs> yeah. I hate to bring it to the show, but um, we might be happy. <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck? I know that would be bad for the show. <laughs> yeah, if we're all that com- could be strange. Completely content with each other, and there's no more court cases, no more disputes over <laughs> petty things. What are we going to talk about? We're going to have to actually bring content to the show. Wow. Guys, I think that I'm going to have to uh, put a lock on the bathroom door. Yeah, I think that's, There's the, no other... that's the only solution. <laughs> I am actually getting a locksmith in today. I could tell him to put a deadlock on the bathroom door. <laughs> you could. Jazz but... wouldn't be happy, but it is possible. Yeah. If one of us takes the key home, then you just won't be able to go to the toilet until next time we're around. Oh, actually, okay. Uh, just thinking about it. So we're going to be working in the garage... And obviously, there is no toilet in the garage. So to to go to the bathroom, you will have to leave the garage and go into the house. Now, the house has keys, obviously, and will be locked. So there is still potential for someone to lose the key. The only problem is that if that happens, I just won't be able to sleep in my own home. True. We could do so that. So I think you would lose more than a chair. You may lose your life if you lose that. <laughs> so key. before moving in, and but we need to know this as a team. Uh, are there any yeah. ground rules? Like, is it a shoes off household? Is there anything we need to know going into the new space? Uh, I don't think I'm a shoes off guy. I've thought about that. I don't care at all. Um, not. I don't know. Not really. I haven't fitted out. I think once it's fit out and once I know what I'm doing in there, I might have to bring in some rules. I think it might. there might be some sort of uh, some entry fee situation going on. There might be a bouncer out the front, but we'll come to yeah, that. And I'm assuming you're paying for the bouncer? Uh, no, that, that will mostly come out of Ruben's wage. Oh, that's fine. Uh, as as he sense. is the shit kicker of the show. 
Um, now, unfortunately, Ruben, I've looked up the hourly rate of a bouncer. Mm. Their minimum rate is actually higher than your it's minimum rate, mine, so you yeah. will have to start contributing okay. a bit of money, and you will lose one hundred percent. That's right. I got, I got a lot of money okay. in stocks, so I'll just sell yeah. it. <laughs> That's good. Okay, you might have to do some smart, some shrewd investing just to continue working here. That's good. But we'll see. I think it'll be better. I'm going to be all set up on the weekend. So uh, I guess next Tuesday, I'll let you know how it's gone and we'll find out if it's a disaster or not. Can't wait. What, what this, the biggest change to my lifestyle will be, I previously for my whole life, I've lived in one spot and my whole life I have been absolutely surrounded and spoiled by the best public transport system in the world and moving to where I'm moving, that is ripped away from me. There's there's no transition period. It's just gone. Isn't there not a train? Even within walking, not even within walking distance. There is a train, but I couldn't walk there. That's, it would take too that's long. That's most people's realities. You have been spoiled. I know. You, I really have hey, been spoiled. Lewis. Yeah. You li- you're moving to where I used to live, and I used to walk to the train station every day. Yeah, no, oh, no, sweet, but no worries. But Lewis is very privileged and and doesn't know how good he has it. So also, I yeah. don't think that I want to get the train in Frankston. I feel like feel like that's that I when I did those like Frankston lad rap parodies, I got a lot of death threats from people who lived there thinking that I was making fun of the suburb. Maybe it'll be fine because I live there now. It won't be seen as punching down, but I don't think I want to go to... You know what, guys? I'm 26. It's time for me to get my fucking license. Let's yeah. not even theorize about this. <clears throat> you definitely should, but we've talked about this. Remember, we used to joke about We've talked about how we used to joke about it on the Modern Digital Show where it's like, oh, one day... Luke could teach Lewis how to drive. Imagine that. And we've been in that reality for about two years now. So I don't oh, know. Like, we, can, we can start doing it now, you know? Yeah, but then I'd have to drive to Frankston. So if you could get your license drive to me so I could teach you how to drive, that would be great. All right, we'll do that. Let's yeah. do that. Well, so yeah. in, in 16 years when, I, when I'm halfway to my getting my license, mm. we'll, we can start doing that on the show. Great. Um, boys, just hang on. Oh, another announcement. I have nothing to add to this conversation anymore. Ah, and oh and well, also no other topics to bring to the show. Because uh, well, I, I have I've been said, indoors for a week now. I think Keelan has something, but before uh, we just do that, I think uh, he needs his own trumpet. Uh, that really just says what we should expect. Luke's very epic. Mine was very epic. Here's Keelan's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go Keelan. I didn't hear that, I think. But okay. Um, so the girl who got evicted first on Australian Big Brother 2007, I talked about it yes, uh, last episode that I cried during her eviction because yep. it yep. was really sad. And we told you to message and you guys, her. <clears throat> He told me to reach out and ask how she's been doing. So I, this morning, tweeted at her. I said, at Kate Gladman, I cried watching your Big Brother 2007 eviction last week. How are you feeling now? And uh, initially, she didn't respond. She just liked that tweet and then liked uh, my other tweet that said, Big Brother 2007 wasn't that great. (laughs) So So she read that and was probably a bit offended. (laughs) She... Then uh, then she tweeted back at me and said, don't cry, thanks, and said, uh, she's doing much better now. And then she oh. retweeted, Big Brother 2007 is amazing, and responded with, I think it's hilarious, it's taken a pandemic for everyone to remember the horrendous series of Big Brother. <laughs> and then said that I made her day. So I think she agrees with me that Big Brother 2007 wasn't that good of a season. Well, that's... Uh was that was very deserving of that little doot doot, I think. <laughs> you know what? It was a lot funnier when it happened yeah, to me. At the, at I'm the clearly making an announcement. We all heard the horn. Stop ignoring it. Shh, it's an announcement. I can't, uh, no, I'm on such a delay. I can't hear what half of you guys are saying. Cool. Well, this was my announcement. I reckon, <laughs> Keelan, take take a day off the show. <laughs> Is that not interesting though? That was, such, <laughs> that was such bad content that me actually bringing nothing to the show at the start was probably better. Like, yeah. 
It was actually worse yeah. than nothing than silence. <laughs> well, guys, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> great, that's great. You well, know you know, very that funny. was just you reading tweets, man. I thought it was funny that she responded and then retweeted me saying Big Brother 2007 sucks. Yeah. Well, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> okay, whatever. What? <laughs> Man, Keelan um, called me last night and if you don't know, I, I've been putting in my story, but uh, Radio Mike calls me every single night before bed during this isolation period and he gets me to kiss him in various places through the camera. And at the start, I was not, very, not weird, not weird I was very resistant. And yeah. then now I've hit the point of boredom where I just completely oblige and kiss him within reason, pretty much wherever yeah. he wants. We're talking... Uh, at one point, I think, we put on my story where... He got out his nipple and said, come on, give it a kiss. And I just was like, what the fuck? Some guy ate a bat and here I am kissing Radio Mike's nipple through thing. Now, I'm not saying that that's the guy's fault who started this shit or whatever. It's no one's fault. That's all on me. But what amused me... All you're me, saying is that when, when coronavirus came out and was labeled a pandemic, Radio Mike was absolutely psyched because this was his chance to fuck you. Yeah, essentially. I think that's what's <laughs> happening. Um, and then Keelan last night called me like 1.30 a.m. And goes, at the end of the call, I was like, all right, man, I'm going to head off. And then uh, he goes, oh, can you give me a kiss before I go to bed? And I was like, no, 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 Keelan, that's worse. Like, like no, I can't do that. And I felt bad cheating on Mike. So yeah. I said no. And then uh, now, and I did, it was so condescending. I just gave Keelan a pat on the head. <laughs> I don't think it was condescending. I thought it was quite sweet. Well, that's good. That's good that the boys are coming together during this crisis. Uh, lots of announcements. Sorry, just another announcement. I think that was equally as bad of a contribution to the show as Killen's Big Brother stuff, and I apologise. I have a, I have a news article that I think could be quite humorous. Yep. Ruben sent it to me uh, earlier. Watch yourself uh, so, because you don't want me to have to make an announcement on your behalf at the end. Okay, well, how about this? Mm. Uh, I will just just I think what we should do is I have the headline here and I think that we should just go through this news article paragraph by paragraph okay. because it just gets more absurd as you go on. Yeah. So okay, so you're just going to read off your phone something that you just told Keelan sucked. <laughs> Yes, but uh, on the on the plus side, this is actual uh, content that could be good for the show as yep. opposed to just okay. what I've done on Twitter in the last 20 minutes. Great. Um, so here's the headline and you can make your judgments. Astrophysicist gets magnets stuck up nose while inventing coronavirus device. Wait, what's the device? Like a ventilator? Well, that's, that's the headline. Thoughts? Shall I continue? Could this be good content? <laughs> What is he expecting the uh, to draw the virus out with magnets? Well, here's the subline: Australian doctor Daniel Reardon ended up in hospital after inserting magnets in his nose while <laughs> building a necklace that warns you when you touch your face. <laughs> so funny. So, so the magnets pick up when there's pressure or being put onto it. I guess. Wouldn't you have to have a metal or something or a conductor on your fingers? So he was building a necklace that sounds an alarm on facial content contact. Um, but that's not how we got them stuck up on his no stuck up his nose. If we can skip forward, basically that failed, and then he just got bored. Are you up to that point there, Lewis? Uh, yep, he said. Uh, uh, he was trying to liven up the boredom of self-isolation with the four powerful neodymium magnets. Those are really strong ones. Uh, and then he goes, here we go. I have some electronic equipment, but really no experience or expertise in building circuits or things. I had a part that detects magnetic fields. I thought that if I built a circuit that could detect the field and we wore magnets on our wrists, it would set off an alarm if you brought it too close to your face. A bit of boredom in isolation made me think of that. Um, but uh, he says, I accidentally invented a necklace that buzzes continuously unless you move your hand close to your face. <laughs> Wait, so he made the opposite device. <laughs> 
<laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> um, and then he goes, so that idea didn't work. I scrapped it. After scrapping that idea, I was still bored and I was playing with the magnets. So at this point in the article, he's not inventing anymore. He's just <laughs> bored. He failed and he's now playing with magnets like a child. So this is a news article about a man having a crisis with magnets yes. in his own home. So, here's this. I want to stress, he is no longer even trying to invent something. He is just fucking with magnets like a toddler. He says, after scrapping that idea, I was still a bit bored playing with the magnets. It's the same logic as clipping pegs to your ears. I clipped them to my earlobes, and then I clipped them to my nostril, and then things went downhill pretty quickly because they went when I clipped the magnets to my other nostril and they pushed them with opposite force directly up my nose and would not come out. <laughs> he got a, like a magnet lodged in his brain. Yeah, but then he goes, Unfortunately, the researcher then attempted to use his remaining magnets to remove them, and they went up his nose too. <laughs> what, he thought he could, like, get it out with the other magnet? Yeah. God damn. Yeah, he just, like, lost grip. He was trying to use them as opposite force. Yeah. Just... Lost grip and then they went up his nose as well. That's such a strange thing to do to pass the time. Like, <laughs> imagine, f- like, if I ever caught myself in my garage lodging a magnet up my nose, I'd yeah. be like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to buy an Xbox. You know what I mean? Like, I, yes. would, I would take precautions before that to do something else. Or, you know what, yeah, even the, talk to a girl. The best <laughs> well, his girlfriend was in the house and had to drive him to hospital. Oh, this right, is why... So- Women need to monitor men who are self-isolating because women's what they are best at is, hey, maybe don't do that. Yeah, that's what they are the best at. Hey, that's that might sound like a good idea, but have you thought about this? And then you go, oh yeah, I could die. Maybe I won't do that. That's reckon, what women are there for. I also reckon. Uh, look, I'm probably generalizing here, but I reckon women uh, are utilizing this self-isolation time that everyone has way better than guys it seems like just on my social media yeah, like i see definitely. a lot of girls painting doing a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of crafts puzzles really like you know kicking back you know having a wine but also like exercising their brain all my guy friends are doing is just like getting drunk playing video games and doing fucking nothing else it seems like and, and exercising yeah. occasionally I've definitely noticed that. I think that this self-isolation has made a lot of people realize, oh, fuck, I have no interests. Maybe I, maybe I don't have a personality. I realized this people are, just before, that. thankfully. But uh, because, <laughs> because I uh, never at all try to improve myself, I'm still struggling yeah. with it and have not come up with another interest. I'm just uh, doing the same things. I make videos, I make podcasts, I edit the videos, I edit the podcasts. Yeah. And then I you sit there and stare at the wall. Literally, I like I just FaceTime Keelan and pat him on the head, you know? Yeah, I, I would have to say, Luke, you seem to do a lot of FaceTime kissing. I haven't had time for one of those calls. Well, I've I been was quite busy. Talking about this, I've been so... Oh, by the way, these are all at like 1 a.m. I've been so busy and it sounds so bullshit like you've been yeah. legitimately busy because you're like moving house at the moment i yeah. have been not busy i've been occupied mm. like i've you know what you know what the problem yeah. is i've been booking in so much shit because in my head i'm like yeah man i'm free i so i just keep saying yes to everything so i like committed yeah. to like this family mm. facetime thing yesterday and then i was like yeah man i can play like this game with you to my mate. And then I was like, yeah, I can do this call. We had the Shrek movie night. I had to cancel dinner with my parents because it would have been the last time that I could see them in a while because the new laws got yeah. brought in. And I was like, sorry, mum, can't. I'm watching Shrek with a bunch of strangers. And she's yeah. like, well, you're pretty busy. And I was like, uh, surprisingly, yes. I'm- yeah, I was actually, I was, I, bought, I did the same thing with the Shrek thing. I kind of, I was excited for the Shrek thing, but I also kind of forgot uh, that it was, like important and had to start at a specific time so i was like with jazz i was like yeah we can vacuum the whole house and we can mop all of the floors uh we'll do that you know at night because we don't have anything on and i don't know if you had a similar experience but there is no way that you can like explain that oh sorry 
I can't actually do this really important thing that I did agree to because I have to watch Shrek 1 with 60 people I've never met and that's more important than me cleaning the house that I'm about to move into. Yeah. Well, I, I had to explain that to Jazz and just her face was just like, what the fuck kind of job does my partner have? <laughs> See, Meg was very good about it. Uh, I went for a run and then we ended up meeting up on the run and then uh, I was like, oh, what's the time? I've got to get home because I don't take my phone with me when I run. I was like, what's the yeah. time? What's the time? She's like, it's like 8.30. Why? I was like, quick, we need to get home. I have to watch Shrek. But instead of her getting annoyed at me, she was like, oh, my God, let's run. I want to watch it too. And we just started <laughs> bolting down the street, two adults running to watch the original Shrek film that we could watch any time because it's on Netflix. Yeah. But... um. You know what, man? When it's when it comes to Shrek, you you can't make excuses. You just got to get there, and we got well, there. Well, there you go. You know what? I think that you and me are actually laughing because you know the schools are going to get closed down. There goes your dad's job. Hair salons they have to close soon. There goes mum's job. Meanwhile, you and me, the only actually productive members of society, are doing the real crucial, much needed jobs: watching Shrek One. Yeah, I mean on the, all those nurses going. We're so important right now, saving lives. I'm like. Oh. Cool. Oh, boo-hoo. Everyone's busy. Yeah, all right? <laughs> Fucking watch a, watch, a, watch a beautiful love story. And I'm not talking about Shrek and Fiona. Donkey and Dragon. That is an underrated love story. Unlikely as well. And I think it makes it extra cute. Oh, yeah. I mean, we know what all of these nerdy people with degrees who studied hard are doing. You know, like astrophysicists around the world are sticking magnets up their nose. Meanwhile, we're doing shit that matters. Yeah, Ruben, you're fucked with your degree. <laughs> And your intelligence, you're going to start lodging magnets in any orifice you can. <laughs> Did I say that word right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. It took me three years to learn that word. I'm so proud of myself. I just used it in a sentence. Took you three years mate. to I'm learn very that proud word. Of you. Yeah, I used to say orifices. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, like a weird spin-off of a seal. Like there's seals orifices. and then there's orifices. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, it does. Anyway. Um, so... Oh, we can talk about... I just mentioned um, hitting the World Gym. We forgot to talk about this on Tuesday's episode. Yeah. The World Gym is fucking peaking right now. Have you boys got out there and got amongst it? I've never seen this many people. As the leader of the revolution, I've been inundated with new people signing up. I mean, sure, it's yeah. compulsory and people don't have another option, but I still like the energy that's out there. I know it's it's crazy. You know, when I signed up my temporary World Gym membership mm. in January on the Luke and Lewis Regional Tour, I was only thinking, oh, this will go for three weeks and then I'll get straight back into the gym gym. Mm. It's looking like my World Gym membership, uh, like similar to most gym gyms, I've accidentally signed a year-long long locking <laughs> contract I can't get out of. Yeah. I've been ripped. But you wouldn't want to because the, the, the vibe is high out there. And you know what? People yeah. appreciate it more because it's the only sunlight they get every single day. So yeah. people nod to you as you're running past, you know, oh, you'd hate that because that's social interaction. But, Ugh, disgusting. But, you know, you, people smile at you, people are happy, and you hear birds chirping. You know what else? Yeah. The environment must be loving this because humans aren't around. I saw a, a thing on the internet. You can now see the Eiffel Tower from London. From London? But you couldn't see it. And like previously because of wow. just general pollution and then we all go inside for two weeks and then all of a sudden you realize where the fucking virus you know what i mean it's insane i i don't that's a really interesting thing that i have wanted to talk about is i think that the idea of us being the virus is wrong because now that we've stopped all of the the pollution has stopped i think it just proves how uh, easy it is to fix if we all just change our habits like mm. all of these environmental activists are correct in saying that we're destroying the planet but i also think that they've been saying for a long time we're causing irreparable damage and it can't be fixed which just makes people go oh fuck it i won't change if if it's if it's irreparable they can't change like yeah. people go, oh we've got three years to fix this or the whole world will be underwater people go ah we can't do it that's impossible but like i think that you know Two weeks of people going inside and you can now see, uh, you know, the bottom of every river in every city. I think that shows how not easy, but how achievable it is to fix all of this 
shit that we're doing. I heard that uh, fish return to the canals in Italy. Yeah. Uh, within like two weeks of everyone isolating. I heard something about I dolphins. think that's awesome. Dolphins in canals. I think so. Aren't they really no, dirty? Wow. I've never been to Italy. Has anyone been to Italy They before? used to be. They used to be really dirty. Yeah, is it dirty? Yeah, it's really dirty. Yeah, it doesn't seem like dolphin... Dolphin's photo was taken in a different part of Italy. Mm. It wasn't taken in Venice where they said it was. Oh, okay. Fair. Bloody Ruben thinks he's so smart. Bloody hoaxed. Can't believe it. <laughs> but isn't that, isn't that interesting? Like, does, does that mean that when we come back out, it's just going to get fucked? Because it, a, a river especially is not so much uh, people not going outside. It's just people not being outside to litter. So does that just mean that the problem for rivers in cities the whole time was just people not putting their shit in the bin? Like, <laughs> it's that's boats. what that it's, means, It's everything. Right? It's like there's pollution. There's boats spill oil in there and... Yeah. Uh, you know, like mo- the, we put motors in the water. Like yeah, I we guess. we just yeah. put big chunks of metal in there and that are running off fuel, and it can't be good for the water quality. I think it's just a combination of everything that we do that fucks the place, and it all yeah. stopped immediately. It was like watching that show. I don't know. It was like this show from ages ago I saw, saw on TV of what would happen if the yeah. human race just disappeared overnight, and it was like yeah. all the cockroaches would just take over and. And all that everything will grow back, and it looked like those dead cities in Inception that they go yeah. to, where there's just nothing there. But then all of a sudden, like within a year, like everything just starts to grow green and stuff, and the world just grows over everything we created. Uh, it was it kind of reminded me of that, and that was just after two weeks seeing like all these photos of empty streets that are looking really. I nice. think it's cool. I think it shows how possible positive change yeah, is. Yeah, but it's not going to change because well, everyone hates this. Everyone's doing True. the fucking 10 push-up challenge. I mean, there's, that's the thing. There are great positives coming out of this, but there's yeah. also people doing dog shit challenges on Instagram, which can fuck off, you know? Oh, 10, can we just say 10, even 50 push-ups is not impressive. Dude, Zach, our tour manager, did six and gave up, but still uploaded the video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I take it back. Zach doing more than two push-ups is very impressive. Isaac challenged him, uh, and then he did this massive build-up, and then did six push-ups, and went, "Oh, I'm pretty tired, eh?" And then just stopped. Fucking hell! <laughs> I, I am I crazy in thinking that every like every male under forty should be able to do fifty push-ups? Is that insane? No, I don't think that's insane, but I know a lot of people who couldn't. Yes, I definitely can't. <laughs> really, you don't think you could do fifty yeah. push-ups? Yeah, man, I, I've been the doing... the show um, when I tried to do 20? No, 50 is a lot, man. Like, I've been, do, I've been doing three sets of 50 a day, but when it gets to, like, 48, my arms start to be like... Well, I could probably do 60 at the moment. I don't, 50 okay. is a lot. I feel like I've no training. Maybe it is. 30. Like, I think the police... What's the police uh, requirement? Like, 10 or 15? It's really low. Like, to, isn't the isn't the police challenge just to see how many parking fines you can hand out in half an hour? <laughs> well, apparently, because the fitness test is fucked. Like, you have to get like a five on the beep test or something stupid. It's like walking pace, um, and you got to do like ten sit ups and to prove that you can like get out of bed in the morning. I think the standard's <laughs> real low. Can someone look that up? Yeah. I don't have a. It's uh, it's twenty five push ups apparently. Well, that's really low. 25 a preschooler could do that that's hilarious and it's 6.5 beep test right that's still like jogging pace that's easy yeah, yeah. i got like a 13 in high school on the yeah. beep test i used to drop out at one because i thought it was funny <laughs> <laughs> you are the biggest underachiever i've ever met in all aspects except for comedy like every Any- other aspect of your life you literally could not give a shit about <laughs> and and literally i cannot give a fuck like i remember i remember i went through a phase where i was like oh i feel like i'm only bad at sport because i don't actually care what if i try and care about winning and i literally just couldn't do it that's why i'm bad at sport because i'm like eh it's just a game who gives a fuck if i don't catch this thing if i don't catch it it will be funny and then that would just make me just do dumb shit. That's and I why I liked running, though, because it was like a real thing of like, 
the way a you get... A solo thing. It's a solo thing, but also... I, no, I like team sports are way more fun to win in. But the only reason why yes. I kept the running motivation going for years was because it was a thing where it's like... It wasn't like a game. It was like a thing of... If I train harder than you, I will be better than you. So it's like, it's direct, yeah. like what you put in versus reward. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's also a thing of like, I'm more physically elite than someone else. Yeah, I like, I like that as opposed to like a team sport because it doesn't, in a team sport, kind of doesn't really matter if you're super fit or not. Because if you have someone like me on the team, you will lose. Yeah, true. Because, you know, uh, you I guess you're just you're you're a real anchor in a in a team sports situation. Oh, just... absolutely! Like I I really do feel sorry for anyone that was in my year level that really wanted to be an elite sportsman because no matter how hard they trained, I would just bring the average down. They're never going to make it to state. I'm on the team. Yeah, I don't think you would have been on any teams. Were you ever on a team? No, no, I was never <laughs> on a team ever, never ever, ever. I bet you. You know what? You know what other people complain about when they grow up, going, "Oh, I was always picked last in high school." I bet you yeah. never even put yourself in a position to be picked. Like you never uh, stood yes. there and queued up, being like, "I don't," because you would have been like, "I don't want to play," and you sort of left. <laughs> Yeah, that that's really what would happen. I think that uh, when I was when I didn't know if I liked sport or not, when I was much younger, I would obviously line up to be picked, and I would be picked very early because I was just tall. They'd be like, "Oh, he'd be a good ruckman," and I would be like, "What's a ruckman? Is what's AFL? What does that stand for?" And I'd be like, "Oh, okay. Genetic gifts doesn't automatically mean skill or knowledge, no. <laughs> or even enthusiasm." Oh, definitely not enthusiasm. But uh, that's what this podcast is all about, guys. Never try and you'll be the boss. Am I right, Ruben? <laughs> seems that way. <laughs> Can't argue with that. I think uh, we should wrap it up there. Uh, yeah. Oh, hang on. Oh, another announcement. Shh, shh, shut up, Keelan. Shut the fuck up. That is the end, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining us. Just announcing that we are going to wrap it up here because evidently... We have run out of things to say. We'll keep brainstorming. Yep. By the way, if you have any suggestions, emails, topics, this is the time to send them in. Because yes, please do. we're also doing nothing. We want to know how you guys are doing isolation. Uh, let us know if you've got any funny stories, celeb spots from the past, anything really, because we can only do so much and talk about so much really when we do two of these a week. Yeah, but we really want to keep this one going because, uh, you know, podcasts are getting me through this. So if we are that for you, I yes. think that's a great thing. And uh, we want to keep doing that for you because we love the community that we've built and we want to help you guys stay sane throughout all of this. And uh, you guys are going to do that for us as well. So send in your, your emails, uh, write your comments, sound off in the sound off section. And uh, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. I think maybe, depending on how fast I get it all set up, I might be in the Luke and Lewis set. Uh, on Tuesday. So you'll at least have some orange back in the show. Luke won't be there and neither will any of the boys, but we might see some fucking orange and the chairs that we all love. I need to get Um, myself a green screen so he can just put me behind... That's you not know, a bad idea. I feel like that would be really distracting to watch. <laughs> It'll just be like crappily keyed in the background and not lit properly. I mean, we're on a Zoom call at the moment. You can change the background. Keelan put himself in Philip DeFranco's set. It was very strange. I don't know if it would be any good, but maybe we'll try it. <laughs> Let us know if you want to see that. All right, guys. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Have a good one. See ya. Hmm. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs>